0: I gotta say, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Ben. A, a bone to pick? Yeah, a bone to pick. All right, well. Um, you went all in on the ketchup hate. Oh, ketchup! I was in shock. Yeah, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't really respond and and process the information. You were so
1: overwhelmed by my hatred for ketchup. Yeah, I noticed you. You just went quiet. You dumbed up. I thought you were gonna hit me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Go, yeah. Um, but I
0: think that. I didn't defend ketchup hard enough because I fucking love ketchup. Okay. Like, so what do you put on fries? Like, what do you do with the French fries? Salt and vinegar. But isn't that like... If anything, just salt. Would you need like four glasses of water with just like salt, vinegar, and Like, I feel like that's the driest shit ever.
1: (laughs) No, man. Okay. I'll, I'll say this. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I will dip a French fry in ketchup and then... It's like a reminder of why I don't like ketchup. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those shitty chocolate bars. Like, I don't know. Most people, and I like shitty chocolate bars. This is a whole other story. Always buy the shitty chocolate bar because nobody wants a bite. I like Eat More and Big Turk. Ooh. Right? Right? So if I, get a, if I get an Eat More, you're not asking me for a bite. Bu- if I get a Twix or a Snickers, you're like, fuck, can I have a bite of that? Yeah. And I don't want to share my chocolate bars. So I get shitty chocolate bars, which I enjoy and everybody hates. So we're getting off the ketchup thing. Yeah, I just I
0: just needed to say that about ketchup. Okay. I needed to defend it. I, I had like the ketchup lobby reached out to me and they said like I really don't think that you Okay. I really don't think that you defended us um strong enough. So I just really had to say like, you know, like grilled cheese, like you dip a grilled cheese in ketchup, like that's what you I do. I made a
1: grilled cheese sandwich last night when I got home from band practice and I just ate the grilled cheese sandwich. It was delicious. I didn't I don't need no stinking ketchup. It's just
0: dry. It's just so dry. It's like I, like, I mean, if I wanted to drink five glasses of water with a grilled cheese, I mean, I guess that's an option, but I'd much oh, rather Oh, so just what? Have you some. have a
1: glass of ketchup at your side? So when you have a bite of the, I, I don't understand. Somet- the yeah, the some, thirst quenching qualities of ketchup is, is what you're saying? It just adds, it, it just adds so much, you okay, know? Chris, I have some good news for you. Okay, well, great. Well, may- maybe. And this is another condiment that I don't like. Ranch. What are your thoughts on Ranch. Yeah, ranch can suck it. Okay, because Heinz, Heinz, I just found out today, and this is a true story. Heinz is coming out with something called Cranch, which is a mixture of Heinz tomato ketchup and ranch dressing. Thoughts?
0: Well, the name
1: doesn't make me hungry. Cranch? Cranch doesn't. I know. Right? It kind of sounds like, I don't know, something that your anus does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I cranch it.
0: Or, like a, like a, the name of like a Disney villain or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like Gargamel or some shit. And
0: I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've put ketchup
1: and, and ranch on something. Yeah. Who, at the same time. Who does that. And if you do that, if you've done that, you're listening to this. All Chris and I want to know is where do you get your weed? Yeah. You mix some funky shit up when you're stoned. That's a science experiment. That's it for is. sure. Yeah. Eating becomes a science experiment. Yeah. Um, so ketchup, all right. I'm going to give you that, and I'm going to lose. And same on peanut butter. We got some comments on a, on the uh, on my Facebook page. And by the way, we have a Facebook page. More on that coming up. But uh, yeah, I, I got a lot of a lot of hate for my hate for peanut butter. And I I'm sorry, just peanut butter's for assholes. I just and so is ketchup. But I love you. Okay, so ketchup uh, done. Um, wine. We uh, we opened uh, my wife. Makes wine, and we cracked a bottle last week, and I've cracked a new one this week. Uh, haven't had any since. Uh, and and what do you think? Did it did it age well over a week? It's definitely matured. It, it has. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah. Like I can tell. Um, I have I have a pretty um, discerning palate. Yeah, yeah. It's lots of time just you know, sampling hot sauces and 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 taste testing various chicken sandwiches across the spectrum of fast food. And, (laughs) and, and and the, the wine is, it's, it's, it's mature. I think it
1: still needs like maybe like a, like two or three more days to fully mature. Anybody who's into viticulture right now is saying these two assholes have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) It one week for it to become a vintage. Come on. But it is good No it is good
0: I mean it does a trick It's um, it's quenching my thirst That's for sure Okay And uh, I, yeah No honestly I don't know shit about wine
1: um,
0: <laughs> You know I'm What about just happy. hot sauce I didn't know you were a hot sauce guy I love hot sauce Yeah I'm obsessed with hot sauce Dude Yeah you're a hot sauce guy Dude S-
1: I've got I've got some hot sauce for you uh, I have something in my fridge And I, I don't know That I want to do this today Sure Maybe, maybe I will It's called Flashbang And it's a hot sauce That comes in uh Like a mock hand grenade oh inside the hand grenade and you had to pull the pin to open this thing inside is a, a little bottle that's about uh, like the length of my index finger about the size of my index finger and you dip a toothpick into this stuff and put it on your tongue and your day is over like you're finished oh man it's ridiculous yeah i'm game we don't have
0: to do that today but All but right. uh yeah that's I'm I'm writing that yeah no yeah I'm I'm, I'm game for that I got some really just like I I have really good hot sauce that I think you'll genuinely like and I I I will share it to all of our listeners as well because it's it's really good all four of our listeners yeah all four of them like my mom and and my wife no yeah 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 Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it but
1: anyways you know they'll I'm sure they'll appreciate it hey can I say something really awkward of course you got a hot mom oh Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, we became Facebook friends. (laughs) I like, wow, your mom's a beautiful woman. She's a good looking lady. She's a knockout man. Yeah, for sure. And she seems like a really nice lady. She is. Yeah, Yeah, she is. She's a
0: great, she's a great woman. Very, very, uh, very happy to have her as my mom. That's for sure. Yeah, man, I would be
1: too. Not just on her appearance. She seems like a very nice lady. Cool. Uh, so we have, uh, your mom, my wife, uh, and maybe just two listeners. Yeah. Anyway, you gotta start somewhere, right? gotta start somewhere yeah all right so catch up and wine are out of the way
0: um are you a thrones guy ah you want to do thrones sure i'm excited dude i was watching the last couple episodes over um like the last couple days just like priming myself for the show dude yeah and it's it's i i haven't watched an episode since like the original release of the last season and and i i I don't know what it was, but it had just the same impact re-watching some of the later episodes, and I'm so fired up for Sunday.
1: Here is my Game of Thrones history, really quickly. I am not a sci-fi or fantasy guy Mm. at all. Lord of the Rings, nope. Any of that, you know, Excalibur, that kind of stuff. So, my wife got into Game of Thrones way before I did, and she kept saying, you got to try this show. You have to try the show. I know you're not a fantasy guy. And she was worried, you know, dragons come into it and all the rest of it. I just go, nah, this is bullshit. But I got into it about, uh, well, after the first episode, I'll be honest, after the first episode, after the first scene, I was hooked. The sh- It's so well shot. It's so well done. The characters are great and blah, blah, blah. The story's great. So I'm to the point where I have, uh, over the course of the past few months of unemployment, uh, I've watched the whole series twice. Wow. At, as, a, as a primer. Wow. Uh, like where I'm not, you know, sitting and watching it. It's on in the background, but I'm listening to the dialogue or whatever. And I'm, I, so I'm all up to date and I've gotten all the foreshadowing. And I'm a geek. Mm-hmm. I'm a Game of Thrones geek. And I am counting down. We are now, what, uh, as of the time of this recording, it's Wednesday. Uh, I think it starts at nine o'clock. Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. So we are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 90, 96 and a half hours away. <laughs> Quick math. 96 and a, half, uh, and a half hours away from the start of Game of Thrones. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, so um, what what I really I really tell people, because I've, I've heard that kind of explanation before. Like I've heard a lot of people that are like, oh, I can't really get into sci-fi. I can't really get into the magic, goofy bullshit right. of like fantasy stuff. Yeah. And I usually tell people, about Game of Thrones is like no, like push through that, like kind of eliminate that because that's not really what the show's it's about exactly at all. Exactly what happened to me. Yeah, and it's because this show it is that's the that's the setting of it, but mm-hmm. it's there's so much more than just you know, I mean there's a lot of like tits in it too, which is
1: great. <laughs> But <laughs> that I kept because other people who uh, are like me and are not fantasy fans, and I've tried to sell them on the show. I'm like, there's a lot of really good sex, especially yeah. the first couple seasons. It's there's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's like there's some porn going on.
0: They there. know how to hook an audience.
1: That's for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's
0: it's so it's just a very like. I, so I read all the books and stuff. Like I'm I'm, I'm oh one you've of those gone guys. that
1: far. You're like my wife. I I'm not a, a well I'm a reader, but I'm not a, a big. I can't get into big volumes of Mm -hmm. books. Eventually I'm going to have to.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it, it definitely adds another layer of context, but there's, there's so much like, I feel like at this point, the show's done such a good job with the show itself. You you don't really need to. especially basically, like you read the first book, the first book is identical to the first season. Right. But this
1: season, this last season, they're they're filling in the blanks. Yeah, like, This is not yeah. something that's been written. This is the show's writers that are now sort of finishing things off. Exactly. Which has got to make George R.R. R. Martin. How do you feel if you're him? Right? Like, wow. I, and the guy's... Obviously, a quasi-billionaire off off yeah. the success of the books and now the show, but he's not getting to finish his own shit. And I'm thinking, like, and I th- I think he plans on writing. Yeah. The final. Ch- does he not feel somewhat dictated or under pressure? Like, if the show, if the, if season eight does as well as everybody expects it to, how in the hell do you follow that up writing a book?
0: It's an, yeah, it's an As interesting creator, question. You know? Like, you know, well, for him, he's notorious for taking just an obnoxious amount of time to finish a book because yep. uh, he's got this really weird process. I don't know if it's, it's, I'm a bit like, I'm a big novel nerd, like a writing geek and sh- and yep. stuff. So anyways, he's got this thing where like, he'll only write on his laptop or his, his, this like really old computer in his basement at home. Yeah. Right. So it's like the classic writer,
1: like you it's know, just on using a typewriter or yeah, some exactly. old school method of of writing a, the written word.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So he only ever does that. So like, like, and then you see him like every weekend he's at Comic Con surrounded by chicks dressed up as Daenerys. Right. You know what I mean? So like, people are always giving him life. shit. I know. Yeah. Poor <laughs> him. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's. I wouldn't know how to do that. Like, oh, how do you? So let's write the book f- for the st- the movie that everybody's already seen. You know, it's top the of, of the your show. head.
1: Top of your head. Real quick. Sure. Three characters who die in season eight.
0: Who do you? Oh, think? who are my predictions? Yep. Oh man. Um. So I think that Sorry, I put you on the spot. No, that's okay. I've thought a lot about this actually because okay. I don't have much of a life. Um. <laughs> but um. Who dies? Jamie dies for sure. Um. I'm convinced he. So I. I don't. I don't really want to get into. Okay. Should I go into the theories or whatever? I think. I think both. Da- do I do think. Do what you want, man. It's our podcast. Yeah. So you fair can do enough. Whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, so so my th- my my theory,
1: yeah,
0: and I I want to get this down so that when I'm right, everyone has proof that I'm right. But my theory yeah. is that Jaime is the one to kill Cersei,
1: ah, because okay. he's
0: got a reputation for stabbing like so his King whole Slayer. thing the Kingslayer. So right. I think he's going to kill his own sister, okay, um, which is going to be a crazy scene. So so those two people I think for sure are going to so, die.
1: So yeah, Cersei obviously makes your your top three. Yeah,
0: yeah and then I think. This one's got to be a shocker. A shocker? Sure. Like a
1: a, a stretch. Well, I, so,
0: so I think, okay. So I think Daenerys is going to die. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's what I think. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now I'm asking for theory.
0: Yeah. So I think, well, I think, so this is the thing about this show and I don't want to get too deep into the weeds because it might be a little bit geeky, but like if you follow the show from the beginning, the stories from the beginning, it tells two parallel stories. It tells Jon Snow's story. Okay. And he's like the bastard that has nothing and he rises to the throne. Yeah. And then you have Daenerys' story who starts with everything, right? Gets robbed from it and then works her way back up. And so it's 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 it. you so you have this like the unknown bastard who earns his way to, right. to faith or to to power. Yeah and then you have the person who has the name and that carries her. And I think the message that George R. R. Martin's gonna show with this show is that it's all about like Jon Snow was always meant to be on, on the throne at the end of it. And I think, you know, there's that, that link between, you know, everyone's saying that like Jon Snow and Daenerys, are going to get together at the end. And this is going to be this big, happy story. But like, I think everybody's probably been watching this show for long enough to realize that there are no happy endings in this, in George R. R. Martin's world. You no. Know, so I think this maybe- what I've
1: loved about this show is some of your favorite characters get like yeah. Ned Stark gets offed in the first season. And I, for the life of me and Amanda, Amanda, my wife had, had watched it and she's watching me as I'm watching it. I just went, no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> He just killed off the biggest character in the show in the first season. Where do we go from here? Yeah, like the biggest name actor too. Like he was he's right? a
0: real legit actor. Sean and, Bean yeah. always dies. Yeah, exactly. Everything so he's should, in he dies. We should have saw that coming. But yeah, I think I think maybe even like Daenerys. She might even, like, die in giving birth to a child wow. or something. Because the thing is, right, they've said that she she's incapable. Right. She's incapable of giving birth. Right. Like, they said that, like, she's not going to be able to do that anymore. So her contribution to the story is birthing the dragons. Yeah. And then she passes that. That's my theory. Here's an incest
1: question. Sure. You're Jon Snow or Aegon Targaryen. And suddenly you realize you're banging your aunt. Yeah. So you have a kid. What's the relation there? Like... Okay, obviously it's your son or daughter. They have a kid, right? But yeah, well, after things, is, things get really weird there. I like think, not only are you my mom, but you're my great aunt. How how does that work? Well, I think once they get over the shock of the baby <laughs> being born with
0: <laughs> webbed feet, right? Um, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think you got twelve fingers <laughs> on one hand. What
1: the fuck happened there? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. Uh, they refer to that as the incest bomb. By the way, that that you know, once that. Comes out because th- that'll be a big part of the the the, the storyline, the plot line of, of season eight. Classic. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go see now. I'm a little messed up because Jamie Lannister was my bombshell. He's gonna die, but he's gonna die uh, at the hands of Brienne of Tarth. She's gonna wipe him out.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: She's gonna wipe him out. I, I just I have a feeling something something goes goes weird. Uh, That's so good Tyrion Lannister Dead Oh By the end of the show Dead As a result He goes turncoat He goes rogue And he sells out Daenerys Wow. Yeah, I got some way out ones. Wow. And Arya Stark, I don't think, makes it to the end of the show.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with the Arya one. The Tyrion one, I, Tyrion's my favorite character in the entire <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a big fan, too.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's. I don't, I that's crazy. I love it, though. I can't wait. That's what's so good about the show, because nobody's safe, right? Like, you can end up, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, like, you think that one of these guys, like, like, Daenerys and Jon Snow are going to end up on the Iron Throne or whatever, but, like why what what in this show's history has ever shown you that they are he's going to take it in the direction that you anticipate he's going to take
1: it in I'm know? not much of a TV guy but I got to say like this there's a there's a lot of shows that I've I've watched like breaking bad is the one that comes up most recently to to my memory where you know the the finale was coming out and everybody was talking about it and I was really looking forward to seeing it but I don't think I've ever looked forward to the wrap up or or as a TV event, a show. I don't think I've ever looked forward to something as much as I am Game of Thrones. I have totally geeked out on this show.
0: Yeah, that's that's I, I, I completely agree. And I think what's so cool about it is that, you know, that everyone's watching it at this point. Yep. And like, I feel like that's kind of what's lost in a little bit of the Netflix, like all episodes available at one time thing Where you don't have binge the in- watching. Yeah the binge watching Like thing I, I definitely enjoy that But there's there's something to say for Like a scheduled television event Like you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah like 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 the season finale of Game of Thrones Everyone's gonna be watching it Or like tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Yeah um, When uh, the Leafs take on Here Boston Bruins
1: Alright uh, Nice segue sir <laughs> Nice segue uh, it is, at, at the time of this uh, recording, it is, what, 8.40 on Wednesday. So the NHL playoffs are officially underway. Uh, we haven't looked at scores or anything, so I'm, I'm going to say let's just go ahead and pick. All right? Sure, yeah, that's a great Do idea. Do you want me to throw the matchups out? That and, would be great, and, yeah. Okay, absolutely. All right, all right so we're going to save... We'll save the Bruins and the Leafs for last. I love it. Yeah, Chris is a huge hardcore Leafs fan. I bleed black and gold. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get to that one last. We'll start with this one. Uh, we'll go uh, Columbus Tampa Bay. Yeah, I like that's a. Give me your winner and give me how many games.
0: Yeah, I I think, I think Tampa is gonna win in five. I think I think Columbus is gonna these down by the way. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We can. We'll post it after. Sure. Um. Uh, we'll post it on our on our facebook page. We'll go into the facebook page at the end a little bit. Yep. Um yep. but anyways, um we'll we'll definitely make this stuff available. You f- got the Lightning in 5. I say the Lightning in 5. I just I I mean I like Columbus. Um I like what they did like like going all in on this year and just saying like you know what let's go for it we have this opportunity
1: it's one of the biggest storylines of the nhl season was the trade deadline in columbus and the move they made
0: yeah it was beautiful just the spirit of of competition i really respect that but that being said i mean you have to know that you're going up against tampa even if you do make it and it still sounds dumb to me i'm going tampa in five two yeah cool next up islanders pittsburgh this is, I think, this is more of a toss-up than people really give it credit for. I agree. Um, I still think Pittsburgh is going to win, but I don't think it's going to be easy. Like, I think it might even push it to like like six or seven. Yeah, um, pick one. Pits, Pittsburgh.
1: I'm going to take Pittsburgh and, for sure. Yeah. And, in let's go six. Let's go with six. Yeah. I'm going to go. Boy, I'm having a hard time with this one. I think this is a real toss-up series too. Islanders have great goaltending. Pittsburgh not very you know something I'm taking the upset special I'm going to go with the Islanders in 7 games I love it All right Yeah I love it St. Louis Winnipeg
0: Oh man this this is when this is when stuff gets a little tricky because This is a tough one too Yeah I want to believe I'm going to say Winnipeg because I think Winnipeg I don't like, I don't buy the argument, like saving the best for the playoffs, but I think the energy of the playoffs is like kind of their built for it. Okay. Um. But, but so I'm going to, let's say, I'm going to say Winnipeg in seven. In seven. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to take it to seven because St. Louis is
1: dangerous. And that St. Goalie, Louis, they were dead last, dead last in the NHL. in I think it was January, as, as recently as January, they were dead last and they wound up within what a point of winning that division. They finished unbelievably strong incredible story That Bennington kid they've got a goal his he came out of nowhere
0: yeah yeah but the
1: the 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 peg is like your Leafs they were on fire and they kind of shit the bed on the way uh to the end of the regular season they didn't even win the division and uh, you go back a couple months that division was theirs there, nobody was even close but I'm still I'm gonna go with the peg and I'm with you actually I'm going peg in seven It's gonna be an amazing series it is It's gonna be one of the best
0: series of the first round it's a sleep it's my sleeper pick for the best series of the first round. I don't blame you yeah uh Dallas Nashville this is where I'm gonna go off the board and I think Dallas is gonna take it you're
1: taking Dallas
0: I'm taking Dallas yeah Man. I actually I ac- um, I think I think Dallas I think Dallas in six. Um, and I, and I, so I have a, I have a vested interest in Dallas. I have to say this, I have money on them in the pool that I'm doing with my friends. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, am going to take Dallas. So, because I, I do think that their goaltending is out of control and I just don't really believe in Nashville this year. I don't, I don't believe Mm -hmm. in Pekka Um, he hasn't really shown a lot over his like previous, um, Stanley cup runs really. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like he peaked before Nashville was good. And and now that now that they're really good, they're, they're like, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like
1: a goalie change in that series for Nashville. Nashville, I got to say, uh, logically speaking, I like Dallas in this series, but I think Nashville is going to be this year's Washington. I don't know if they win the cup, but I think they sort of get over the hump. So I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Nashville in six. Love it. All right. So uh, next up, this is a tough one to pick, too. Uh, Vegas, San Jose.
0: Yeah, this is this is almost impossible. I think I'm going to go with Vegas. Okay, um, but I really, I don't, I don't really have a, a strong opinion one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I think both of it. Like San Jose, it's just they're they're
1: they're so so good. Um, but their goaltending again, is again, another another team like Winnipeg that was red hot and one of the best teams in the league, and they kind of slowed down. And Vegas, where after the trade deadline, they got Mark Stone from Ottawa and they were unbeatable. And then Flurry got the body injury, lower body injury or whatever. What the fuck? Why not just say what's wrong with the guy? He's got a sore knee. Yeah. This lower body injury, upper body injury. Guy takes a puck to the face and they list it as a, an upper body injury. <laughs> it's pretty obvious what's wrong with him.
0: Yeah, you know, I hear Anyway, you. okay, so you got Vegas in. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vegas in six. Vegas in six. Yeah, I just don't believe. Like I think it's going to come down that series is going to come down to the goaltending, and I think Flurry is one of the best goalies. Somehow, he's still managing to keep up. He's the best
1: goalie in the West, yeah, given him that. yeah for sure. I think so. yeah, so uh, I think he'll steal it for him. Last year, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> last year, I did not drink the Vegas Kool-Aid. Every series they were in, including the final, where I finally got it right, I picked Washington. Every series they were in. I picked against them, and they beat me over and over and over again. They beat, what, they beat L.A. in the first round. I think it was Anaheim in the second, Winnipeg in the West Conference finals, and then lost to Washington. I picked against them every time. I'm not doing it this time. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, I'm with you here. We we agree on a lot of these. Yeah, we do. I'm going to take Vegas in six. I would love to see, only because I'm a big Joe Thornton fan, I'd love to see San Jose get over the hump. I don't think they're going to. Carolina, Washington. Yeah, Washington all day. All day? Yeah, they, they're going to probably beat them in four or five. Yeah, I'm going to say four. Washington, oh, so there's our first sweep. Yeah, I think Washington is just going to demolish them. I th- I'm going to say Washington, but I think this series goes seven games. Wow. There's something about this bunch of jerks Carolina team. And by the way, have you you've seen the storm surge? Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. You don't like it. Well, like I
0: it my opinion on that doesn't really matter and like I accept the fact that like I just think it's stupid. You know, like I don't I don't know if it's so I I think it's I think it kind of it's silly. And like it reminds me of the Harlem Globetrotter bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate showmanship, but I appreciate the kind of showmanship that like Vegas does with like their opening ceremony and like all that shit like I love how they make this into this whole like Cirque du Soleil production but like
1: so how do, come Vegas gets to do it in Carolina
0: no doesn't? because because it's the way they do it is different because it's like I don't like let's, let's, say the thing? Well, let's say it's the Leafs right okay like do I want to see the like well the Leafs don't have a captain but do I want to see Tavares pretending to play basketball after a win like it's
1: a joke it's interesting that you bring that up I, for one, think the storm surge is absolutely brilliant. I don't like it. I'm not crazy about it, but I like an original six team. I'm Canadian. I'm a hockey purist. And and, and no, I don't think it has a place. However... Much like the pregame stuff with Vegas and Carolina, this is a team that has done shit and they've had horrible attendance for a long, long time. And this storm surge thing has put them on the map. It gives the fans something to identify with. They've got the bunch of jerks, T-shirts and everything else. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I do. From a marketing perspective, I think it's absolutely genius. It def- genius, definitely. It's a brilliant move. Who in the hell sure. talked about the Carolina Hurricanes before this year? Like when's a the, lat when they won the Cup? After that, when's the last time you talked about the Carolina Hurricanes? Who gives a shit? The only time I pay attention to them is when they wear the wear the old Hartford Whalers jerseys. That's the only time I look at Carolina until this. So
0: yeah, that's a that's a really good point. They definitely got a lot of attention, and Mid-time. I think I think the attention is good because you you got to imagine people are just tuning into the end of the game at the very least to like watch them do
1: that. Colorado, Calgary.
0: Yeah, Calgary. I I'm I'm really big on Calgary this year. I think, but I mean, it shouldn't. It's not a. It's not a hot take or anything. Calgary's been unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. How many? I, I think Cal oh. Calgary yeah i in... am going to I keep saying six, so I'm gonna do five. You're gonna go five? Yeah, I'm gonna go five, but I don't I like Nathan McKinnon and I like their team. They're so dangerous. But like, yeah. I'm gonna go Calgary in six. Yeah. Now it's time.
1: Yeah, oh it's time now? It is time. We are down to our last okay. series. Your beloved Blue and white. Yeah. Against my beloved black and gold. Yeah. Now, obviously, I don't think there's going to be any surprise. I'm picking the Bruins to win. You're picking the Leafs. Yeah.
0: How many games? I think it goes to seven again. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it went to seven again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Everything, the storyline, everything points to the Maple Leafs, kind of like I was talking about with Nashville earlier and they're this year's Washington. Eventually, the Leafs have to break through. They, they got to yeah, Mike yeah. Babcock is not uh, – how many years since the guy won a playoff series? The highest paid coach in all of hockey.
0: He hasn't I, – I heard on – I heard um, – or I read an article um, saying that he hasn't won a – I don't know if this is entirely correct because I might have misheard it, but from what I remember, he hasn't won a playoff series since Nick Lidstrom retired. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you're taking Toronto. Yeah, no, I take – no, I take Toronto in, and, and, and in seven – I have all the respect in the world for Boston. I have all the respect in the world specifically for Boston fans. You don't have to be
1: an apologist. No, I'm
0: not being an apologist at all because there's a lot of, there's a lot of teams that I can't stand. Yep. Um, but Boston fans are like the real deal. Any Boston fan, seriously, you know, no, what I, mean? I know, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, n- sure, I
1: would say the same about Leafs and Hab fans.
0: Yeah, they but at least just- some Leafs fans are bullshit. Like, I, I, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, I, I understand the like the Leafs reputation for sure. Uh, I just grew up with them and like I've cheered for them forever. It's the only, they're the only team that I actually get that that in aside from like Italy. Like, so, like international soccer. Okay. Um, it's the they're the only team I get that feeling in my chest when I'm watching them
1: play. Right? I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just, it is what it is. I've got a sports team in just about every sport, uh, baseball I'm soft on. I root for the Jays, I guess, but like many Toronto sports fans, uh, I, and I would, that's a whole separate topic, but I'm, I'm a bandwagon Blue Jays fan when they're good. Fair. I watch yeah. this year. I, I don't, I doubt I'll watch a single game because yeah. they're, they're not good. The, and and yeah. baseball to me is not that riveting unless the team I'm rooting for is winning. Basketball, same sort of thing. Raptors, whatever. Old, I was a big Celtics fan back in the Larry Bird days. I don't follow NBA a whole lot. Again, it's kind of a interest that I have. CFL, Ty Cats all the way. Uh, I live and live and breathe the Ty Cats. Yeah, NFL, Denver Broncos, same thing. Live and breathe the Broncos. But the Bruins are that what you were just talking about. I did I get that feeling in my gut, like, oh geez, it's playoff time. And and whether they're good or not, I'm riveted by the Boston Bruins. I bleed the Boston Bruins. And I'm taking them. I'm going to take them in five games by. Oh man. So they went to seven. Actually, and- I'm going to correct this. I'm going to take the Bruins in three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, like I just don't understand why it seems like every the way everyone's talking, the Bruins are a bigger favorite than they were last year over Huge. the Leafs, but I don't understand it. The me Leafs, neither. The Leafs are so much better than they were last year and they almost won last, last season. I think
1: it's got to do with the way they finished the season. I they get that. They did not finish strong, but I agree with you. I, yeah. I don't, and I mean, here I am taking Boston in five, right? That's fine. The logic tells me it's going seven games. The Leafs are a good team. They're yeah. really good. It all—I think the whole—if if Toronto's got a hope, the whole thing is on Freddie Anderson. If he doesn't play well, I don't think your guys have a shot. I would say the same thing about Tuka Rask, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think Tuka Rask, like— Here's the thing about the Bruins, though, that the Leafs don't have. His secret weapon is Yarrow Halak. If if Rask does not play well, they've got a very capable backup. That's a, that's a huge point, They had yeah. Hudobin last year, and Hudobin, same thing with Dallas. If Ben Bishop shits the bed, they've got a very good backup. If Freddie Anderson gets hurt, yeah. you guys are done. Yeah. You yeah. guys are— done yeah
0: what do we have Hutchison now because sparks is sent out of the the minors
1: third string now
0: he's in the minors he's an emergency
1: call up yeah yeah. Yeah. exactly so there we have it yeah let's go back over it sure uh you've got the lightning over columbus in five so do i uh i'd love to see columbus wreak havoc in that one and take it to seven but tampa bay is just so friggin good uh you've got pittsburgh in six i've got the islanders in seven Both of us have Winnipeg in seven. You've got Dallas in six. I've got Nashville in six. Both of us have the Golden Knights in six. Uh, You've got Washington in four. I've got them in seven. I say Carolina wreaks some havoc there. You've got Calgary in five. I've got the Flames in six. And you're saying Leafs in seven. That means they got to win in Boston.
0: Yeah, well, they're going to have to win in Boston either way. Yeah, either way. Yeah, like I think that's... that's um,
1: I've got the Bruins in five, my friend.
0: Yeah, so, so my cousin uh, gregs he's a really, really good friend of mine as well. Mm-hmm. And he said that in his dreams, he hears like this omnipotent voice whispering to him. We've got to win one in Boston. We've got to win one in Boston.
1: <laughs> you want to win Boston. a couple in
0: Boston. I, yeah. don't... I mean, we can let it rest. <laughs> sure. if you want to. Oh, we can argue about this all day yeah, long. We this is going to be can. a lot of
1: fun. And, and, and go ahead. What
0: were you going to say? Last point is, I mean, hopefully, if Kadri doesn't act like a jackass and get thrown out of the series for three games, you've got Kadri. We've got Marshan. Yeah, but we've got we've got Kadri, Tavares, and and Matthews down the middle. Like it's we're a better team than we were last year. <laughs> hey, like so offense all day long. Yeah, I know. But your defense is. Crap and, and and Boston's
1: defense is better this year than the last good. year. Pretty damn good. Every year that they've played back in thirteen, and I won't remind you what happened there—the big comeback in Game Seven. Yeah. Last year, every year when Boston goes up against Toronto, the Leafs scare the shit out of me. They do, and they do this year. Now I'm getting after so many dramatic Bruins wins you know, these last couple times that they've played against each other, and the rivalry that has built up between these two teams. Eventually, Toronto's got to come out on top. I just don't think this is the year. That's fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, and it's, it doesn't sound like it's an opinion based from a fan. It sounds like it's something that you're just basing in, you know, yeah, so just w- what you know about the sport from watching it that long. And, th- and it's the same with me, right? Like right. I, I, I don't feel, you know, does anybody stand a
1: chance at beating Tampa Bay? Final question.
0: I think depending on, I think whoever comes out of of the Boston Leafs series is going to be, is going to be a. They're going to be fo- a handful. They're going to be a force, and yep. and, and I think. Tampa's very good. Mm. Well, I mean, they're historically, like, good. Like, they're <laughs> one of the best <laughs> teams I've ever seen. One of the seen.
1: best seasons any team has ever had.
0: Yeah, but history, is like, also tells us that those teams don't usually
1: win the Cups. So, yeah, we'll man. see, right? Yeah. I, I, I think if any team's built to beat them, I, I'd say, I want to say the Bruins, but I don't see it happening. Uh, I think Washington, again. Washington, I don't know. They they scare me. They, they, that's a good team, man. And they, they got finished, what it takes. They finished strong. Yeah, they got and, what it And takes. they got the experience of winning now. So, um, all right. So we've got hockey out of the way. Um, we've got ketchup out of the way. Next episode, uh, we're going to be talking about motivational movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, concert etiquette. And uh, really quickly, I guess we should cover this maybe now. It, yeah, maybe. You're saying that Easter has no significance to you. No, no, so... Like okay. religious significance or as a holiday, the the chocolates don't matter, but it signifies something special for you. I would go as far...
0: I wouldn't say that Easter doesn't mean anything to me. I would say that Easter actually means a whole lot to me. Yeah. Um, just not in the same way the Christians... Uh, typically look at Easter, but I also still believe that like my interpretation of Easter is a little bit more powerful than even the way the Christians interpret it. What is it? So like typically Christians, they're like, you know, it's Jesus, whatever. Right. For me, Easter is, it means the beginning of barbecue season. It's the official start of barbecue
1: season. This is like American Thanksgiving. You get the Macy's parade and everything else, and everybody says, "Okay, Christmas season is on." Exactly. Like this is an event. It's not necessarily about, <coughs> excuse me, Thanksgiving or the football games on that day or anything else. It's the start of Christmas season for Americans. This is, Easter is your Thanksgiving to barbecue season. It's the it's the it's the beginning of barbecue season. Okay. It's when you get a nice light beer
0: straight out of the cooler. You got you got the sausage on the grill. You maybe got a light jacket on or even maybe a little a little t-shirt on and you're okay. just sitting there just breathing it all in it's perfect. okay
1: I am I'm insistent because uh, I'm a barbecue nut. I'm insistent that barbecuing is year-round but I do I understand what you're saying like I will stand yeah. out there in my mucklucks and a parka with a fur hat on and barbecue. I, that's <laughs> how much I like to barbecue. I never um, knew you were a muckluck man, but anyways I am a muckluck man the fuck is a muckluck? luck. Their boots, I, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh yeah, the 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 barbecue but I I kind of get what you're saying that yeah, Easter is the kickoff to barbecue season. So there's a question that maybe we ponder for our next episode. Uh and by the way, I'm Ben McVee and that's Chris Brown. Uh next episode is yeah, events that happen that don't necessarily the event is the event. Easter is Easter, you know, it's, it's Good Friday and the the, the crucifixion and the resurrection and so on and so forth. That's great. I'm not a Christian guy, but I I know the story on Easter. Uh, but for you, it signifies the beginning of barbecue season, barbecue season. I can, I can smell it right now. (laughs) The, You got sausage on the grill. Mm. All right. See, now for me, and I think a lot of people will go with this, and this is something that I've never been able to figure out. Summer ends on the 21st of September, I believe. That's the equinox or whatever, right? 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. But summer's over on Labor Day. Yeah. And that's ingrained in us because, I think, of being school, kids going to school and for some reason, we are hardwired to believe that despite the fact that Labor Day is typically, what, two and a half, three weeks before the official end of summer, where the calendar says summer's over, summer's over on Labor Day. Mm. It is done. It's over. It's finished. Yeah. You're into fall. We're into NFL. We're into hockey season, everything else. Labor Day, for me, is kind of like your Easter, where it's, it's not necessarily the beginning of something, but it's definitely the end of something. Summer dies on Labor Day. I dig it. All right. Yeah, I dig it. So we'll hang on to that one. And um, your feedback uh, is is more than welcome. Let's get really quickly as we wrap up to our Facebook page.
0: Yeah. So um, I started up a Facebook page for the uh, it's right now. Um, the name is subject to change because we're still looking sure. for a name. Sure. Uh, but it's it's the Ben and Chris show. Is our Facebook page. I'm just, we're just going to share it on social media along with this podcast as well. So if you, if you want to uh, keep up to date and interact with us and stuff, just like it and we'll- uh-
1: Chris is all proprietary and shit. I, I'll i share this with you before, before we start it. I'm like, okay, so do we start sharing some of the ideas uh, we have for names? And he <laughs> is like adamant, hell no, somebody's going to steal that on us. So- Yeah, Uh, we've got some great ideas. We invite you to share them. This will be up on my personal Facebook page. uh, Ben McVie MCVIE chris brown look him up although there are a lot of chris browns yeah so what what do we look for to find me to find you uh well i'll just comment on your post and just be okay. like hey it's me from okay. the show yeah but if, if somebody me. goes okay chris brown yeah th- they're gonna get a whole bunch of chris browns yeah so no, how it's... do we know that it's you chris brown and not some other chris brown that's a good question like, like the creepy chris brown yeah that's for a, a
0: question that's a good question i don't really know and, uh. and i wish i had a better answer there but i mean you know you just have to just trust your heart, I guess.
1: There's a picture of you and your girlfriend.
0: Yeah, who's we're, we're uh, celebrating laughing. a birthday today? She celebrated her birthday actually yesterday. Yesterday, okay. but um, yeah, happy birthday, Brie. Yeah, for sure. She was yeah. on. She was on the last podcast. Yeah, she did great. That she's was a nice lot girl. of fun. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, man. So happy birthday! So uh, before we close off, because we're sure. going to close off soon, I just wanted to mention one more thing that fired if, up. Yeah, if you wanted to go check out. Um, uh, Ben's show. You, you, you got a oh, show coming up on Saturday. I do. Right? Yeah.
1: Simply Hip is uh, and and we'll get this. Uh, we'll share the the demo reel. We got a promo video. Uh, and everything else. Simply, hip, we're playing a place called uh, Chip and Charlie's in uh, Niagara Falls this Saturday night. So uh, we'll get this out by Friday. Yeah, we'll so this, I'll get it up for Friday morning. Is what I'm. Hoping this gives for. you a little bit of time to maybe uh, consider coming to check the show out. Yeah, and I, I'm sure if you see
0: the promo video, you'll be sold on it. Did like, you see it? I, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I've no, Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, thank. Yeah, man. it's so good. Like hearing you singing that, and then like watching it. It was. It was really.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah,
0: it was. What's What's the word? uncanny you Thanks, know man. yeah that's yeah it was really really cool to see and the videos, unbelievably well it put together well, yeah, i can't well believe shot. it it's it so well good shot. so yeah definitely go check that out and say hi to ben i'm sure he'll uh be more than happy to uh you know say hi to you guys too thanks, it'll man. be a lot of fun
1: thanks yeah uh there's that the uh the the, the band and doing this podcast is uh, i am no longer in radio i start a new job on monday by the wow. way, wow i'm a car salesman
0: wow congratulations man
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we'll see how that works out yeah yeah well john bear wow upper james yeah come, come see me buy a car come out feed my family for sure uh so yeah that's uh i think that wraps up uh, episode three right yeah we're done We're done. Yeah, comment uh, on our Facebook page or on our personal pages. Let us know what you think and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Take care.